Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was an arm. Arm, Mississippi. That's a good one. Yeah, I did good today. Not no arm, clue where that is. Not like Arn Anderson. It's it's arm. Arm. Yeah. Let's see what what road is it on here. It's on Highway Forty Three. Does that help you? Um. No. Okay. It is between what's it Monticello and Columbia. Okay. So it's in Lawrence down County. south. Yeah, Lawrence County. There we go. There you go. My guess is Eric Dampier might have been to Arm once or twice. You never know. Probably so. Probably so. Maybe it's named after him. Those, those big SWAT shot SWAT norms of his. Matt um, Matt Wells. Matt Wells, yeah. Down around there. Real Bulldogs. Real The real ones would say Vandale Thomas. Okay. So if you, you got to be a real one to know that name. A real one. That's right. You got to be a real one to know where Arm, Mississippi is. You're right about that, too. Wherever you are in our great state, arms, legs, nose, wherever, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com is the place. Don't forget, that's a Bulldog Initiative business. College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. I just got a great text from my friend Scott over at College Corner. He just told me, congrats, you just sold an Ole Miss sweatshirt. Like, Yes. I know you're listening out there, Rebel fans. Do me that solid. Order some College Corner merch, by all means. So, How did he know that you sold it? Because those links I, I tweet out are connected to me. So somebody clicked one of my links that I've tweeted out, and it, so there he goes. Obsessed. I know, right? I'm living up there rent-free. <laughs> I always say, of, of course... Ole Miss lives rent-free in my head. What father would charge his son rent? <laughs> College Corner, though. CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to find great maroon and white merchandise. Two locations to serve you Jackson in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feed, Flow by the Half Shell. Shop online at CollegeCornerStore.com. Or if you're an Ole Miss fan and you want that red and blue, they got a great location there off of Sisk Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. Beautiful location, loaded with Ole Miss memorabilia and merchandise. Check it out if you have not already. Restaurant Tyler, Starbucks flagship restaurant. Lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Guys, it's just this simple. 
when we're talking about Restaurant Tyler, when we're talking about having a great dinner, having a special occasion, the dinner at Restaurant Tyler is the special occasion. So if you're getting engaged and you want to do it at Restaurant Tyler, that's two special occasions in one. Now, you can't beat that, in my opinion, because, you know, getting to eat the crawfish dip is occasion enough, but then you're going to get married on top of that. Hey, congrats. You had a killer day. So next time you've got a big deal, big dinner, you want to enjoy yourself, head over to my good friends at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Banking locally, guys. We talk about doing things locally all the time, eating locally, shopping locally. It builds strong communities. So does banking locally. And if you live in Central Mississippi, you live near a Priority One Bank location. So open an account today and do business with the people you know in your own community. That way, when you're talking to somebody about a loan, talking to people that know you, that do business with you, that, that go to church with you, that go to, their kids go to school with your kids. That's a big difference. You know, I'd rather do business with people I know than people I don't. Maybe that's just me. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. I got a uh, funny uh, text today from our good friend Joel Coleman, who used one of his words. You know, you only get seven curse words a day. He used one of his because he said he was drinking a big swig of Mountain Dew right when I said, you got raw dogged yesterday. And uh, he said that uh, he got it all over the place. So I hope his kids weren't listening. I ho- I'm sure he was at work. So listening with the birds. Wasn't that on yesterday's podcast? Was that on yes. the? Yes. Was it on the rumblings? Or? No, no, it was on yesterday's pod. It was on Thursday's pod. Okay. Yeah. He, you mean this morning he was listening? He sent. He sent me uh, the text while we morning. record th- Thursday morning. He sent it earlier on Thursday morning. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. He and the birthday boy Logan Lowry sitting there in their in their office, listening to Thunder and Lightning. You know what they're doing, Robbie Falk? They're trying to get pointers. They're trying to learn how it's done from a couple of professionals with their little <laughs> jabroni podcast over there. Happy birthday, Logan! Happy birthday, Double L, the Enforcer, Logan Lowry. If I had to, if, if you said we got to go into it to fight, I got to fight and I could pick one member of the MSU media to take with, I'm taking Logan Lowry. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. I think I'll be okay too. Um, all right. Three P's, previews, playmakers, predictions, Mississippi State, Western, Western Michigan. First and foremost, Western Michigan is an afterthought for me in this. And if they're not an afterthought on Saturday, buddy, we're going to have some, some big time issues to talk about on Monday's podcast. Um, this is all about what Mississippi State does for me. Kind of similar to the Southeast Louisiana game. By the way, Southeast Louisiana, they are terrible this year. They're not a good, they're not even a good FCS program this year. Um, so for me, Robbie, it's all about what Mississippi State does. They should dominate this game. Iowa put up 48 points on 41 points on this team. Iowa yeah. again, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, think I mentioned it last night on or on Thunder and Lightning Live. This is a team whose offense is so bad that their offensive coordinator has it in his contract that if they don't average right at 30 points per game this year, he will get fired. 30 points is not a lot of points in college football. He's Which is not going to happen. And he's not on pace to do it, yes, even with 41 points against Western Michigan. State should win this game, win it easily. So what do I want to see for Mississippi State on Saturday? Well, first and foremost... I've I've come to a, a, a thought on this, and once again, Nick Saban has shown the way. So we talked about how Nick Saban, you know, changed quarterbacks in the middle of a national championship game. 
that proves you can change quarterbacks whenever you want. There is no, well, it's difficult to make that change. No, it isn't. It is not. You just got to make the change. He he has done it again, though. The, for a guy who is supposed to be a defensive coach, this guy may be the most innovative offensive coach ever because he innovates new ways to make people shut up about his offense. <laughs> Everybody was over there griping about Jalen Milrow. Everybody's like, oh, he's not that good. Oh, they got to get these other two guys in the game. So what did Saban do? He said, okay. You want to see those other guys? We can arrange that. And he gave them a game against South Florida, and everybody saw how crap they were, how terrible Simpson and Buckner were, and they were like, you know what, Nick? You were right. You were correct. We will go with Jalen Milrow. And since then, they're playing their best football. Yeah, he's easily the best guy on that. And I, I never understood the Tyler Buckner right. take as it was. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Milrow has not been great. But he is definitely the best guy for that scheme and the most talented quarterback on the team. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if they're going to compete for a national championship, it's going to be with him, a quarterback, because they looked quite mid without him in there. Mm -hmm. So my point is this. It's time to give Mike Wright a real opportunity. Because I feel like this is what's happening. This is the, the thought I'm starting to have, that when that when we ask about Mike Wright and we hear, oh, there's always going to be a package for him, he deserves opportunities. I think coach speak is happening, and we're, what we're hearing is he is not good enough to be the quarterback of this team. Then show us. Yeah. Just put him out there, let him struggle, and let everybody see it happen, and we, all, we will all walk away saying, okay, we get it now. Will Rogers is the quarterback of this team. Now, if he plays well, then you got to make a decision. I get it. And maybe you don't want to look like, you know, hey, why haven't you been playing this guy? Maybe you don't want to have to answer that question. I get that. But, you know, it's about winning games. That's what the $3 million a year is is going for here at Mississippi State. So put him out there. Either put him out there this week, give him a real opportunity, give him series in the first half where the game is still being decided. Give him multiple plays strung together. Show us the offense with Mike Wright running it. Either do that or come out after the game and say, guys, Mike Wright is the backup quarterback. He'll play if Will Rogers gets hurt, but that's it. Because I'm done with the week-to-week thing of Mike Wright. I want to know either he's going to play and be a full part of this offense or he's just not going to play. That's That's all I want. Because if all you're doing is bringing him out there to hand the ball off, just leave Rodgers in the game. Yeah, five, five, six plays a game. That's just not gonna. That's not gonna cut it. I mean, I again, we've asked this question before, so it's uh, you know I don't know how else we can ask it, but I just want to know what, what is what's he doing wrong? Is if he's if he's not doing anything wrong? If it's just you just don't want to take Will out of the game, then you're doing a disservice for your team. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing what this team could be with a more mobile quarterback, a guy that can run a few more plays than you, that you can't run with Will Rogers in the game. And at that point, I question, like I said yesterday, I question how badly the staff wants to win ball games. If you're, you know, a question was posed on the board today. You know, are they? I think we even talked about it. Mm-hmm. Are they keeping Will in the game for the record, trying to get him the record? Mm-hmm. And 
I want to believe that's not true. Because if that is true, then you're sabotaging your team just for a guy to have stats. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a really dangerous thing. Um, if Mike Wright just – they don't think that he can do it, then, you know, that's fine. But we don't. We really don't know, and we haven't seen him in the ball game. We we've seen what he's done at Vanderbilt, and it wasn't just blowing the doors off. But he did win ball games in the SEC. He has had success running the football, passing the football in the SEC. I I thought from the beginning that just telling him to hold a clipboard or having him on the sidelines signaling in, or you know, giving speeches on the sideline or whatever is doing your team a disservice if that's what you're going to do with him. He's got a skill set that you don't have on this roster otherwise. So I I don't understand the harm in letting him have a possession, letting him have four or five plays consecutively, because we haven't been able to see him get in a rhythm. Just simply bringing him in the ball game and telling him to hand the ball off does nothing. That doesn't do anything for him. That doesn't do anything for Mississippi State. It doesn't really alter anything from the defense. So, you know, I I just don't get it at this point. Yeah, me either. And and it's it's really frustrating because of the success he had in the first game, which that's the other thing that I feel like I'm going to walk away from this game just shaking my head about is I feel very confident that Mike Wright will get some plays in this game and get get a big run. I feel pretty confident Creed Whittemore We'll have plays in this game. He'll probably. I, I told people on Wednesday night. I said, just just go ahead and get ready to be frustrated by Creed Whittemore having five or f- five or six touches in this game for 70, 80 yards and a touchdown. Just go ahead and get ready to be upset about it. After so you saw it week one, we haven't seen anything like it since. And we, you know, much as I love Bumpus, for him to come out and say, "Well, he plays the same position as Tulu." Well, here we are. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I guess. Here at Mississippi State, we can't get our most talented guys on the field because they play the same position as another guy. Well, yeah. FIO on that one, guys. Um, defensively, this team, they should dominate. This is not a good offensive football team. You have a massive talent advantage on, on, on these guys. I, I you know, I, sort of the same thing I did with Southeast Louisiana. I'm setting the number at 14. If if they're over that, I, I, I got questions. That's not a good day at the park for Mississippi State. Defensively, this team they need to, they really need to shut this team down from the beginning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is we talk about it all the time. Teams trying to get upsets on the road. How do those upsets happen? They stay in the ball game. They quiet the crowd early. They you know make it. They muddy up the ball game. This is one of those games you have to come out. You didn't do it against Arizona. You have to come out, step on this team's throat early in the ball game take control, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Don't let them breathe and uh, get up big and be done with it. That That's how you take care of business in these games, um, especially at home against these teams that you're, quite frankly, much more talented than and you have no business you know, being in a game in the fourth quarter. If that's not the case, if, if they struggle with, with Western Michigan for three and a half quarters, for four quarters, I don't foresee this team getting to six wins. I mean, you, you this has to be the turnaround spot for Mississippi State. Right. If you're wanting to get six, seven wins this year, mm-hmm. it starts this week, mm-hmm. and then you go into the bye week, get healthy, and you get ready for Arkansas. And the defensive side of the ball has got to be dominant. Yeah, it's about building momentum. 
You want to start yep. that momentum. You start the thing rolling downhill this weekend. You go into that bye week. You get everybody as healthy as you can get them. I know what we talked about. Uh, I know that we asked Arnett about health, and, and you know, he talked about you know you owe it to guys to let them play when they're healthy. And I, I agree with that. I, I agree with this sentiment there that you know there's only so many opportunities to play. But at the same time, you know, I think giving Woody Marks four or five carries in the first half and then letting him sit should be a, a reasonable assumption. Same with maybe Jeff Pittman. I think you see a lot of of Seth Davis and Kevon Lee, yeah, in this particular game. Um, and then you know, get as healthy as you can in that off week, and then you go on the road for two games that decide your season against two teams that you can beat. And it's interesting because you can beat them for different reasons, right? Right? You think with Auburn. Like we'll look, we'll look way ahead. Auburn, it's you know, I, you don't have to be as good offensively in that game because Auburn can't score a ton of points. You know, I don't think Auburn's yeah. going to put up thirty-five points on you. The other game, yeah, you got to have to put some points on the board with Arkansas, but they can't stop anybody, so you should yeah. be able to score points on them. So it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. But it starts this week. It starts with being good in all three phases of the game, clean in all three phases of the game, executing your job in all three phases of the game. And getting these younger guys some snaps this week because if, if these injuries are going to continue, you're going to need them. You're going to need to see some of these younger guys stepping up. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, you have the four game red shirt thing. And I, so I don't know the participation charts, but my guess is guys like Caleb Bryant, uh, Jonathan Davis, um, Gabe Moore. Gabe Moore, those are guys that they're going to have to play this week and just get some reps and just see how they look in, in, in live competition because. If if you know Trevion Williams is out, I don't know how long Calvin Dinkins is going to be out. Somebody else has got to be there. They got to have some guys. So there's a lot. It's it's to me it's 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 more than the Southeast Louisiana game. I feel like there's really a lot I can take away from how Mississippi State plays on Saturday. Yeah, I don't think this is a, a complete throwaway game. I mean, you have to see some signs of life, and I that's not to say that this team looks like they're dying or not giving effort. I I do think they've played hard, which has been good they haven't looked like a team that just looks screwed but i i want to see this team like arnett said on monday play angry mm-hmm. like a controlled anger mm-hmm. come out playing with like with a purpose that you're not gonna allow this season to unravel the way that it could because this is not a season that's lost at this point you predicted two and three i predicted three and two after five games they're one game off my prediction. They're right on your prediction. Right. This isn't. It's the way they've played. It is the way they've played. It is the way they've played. There's been some very alarming things. There's also been some, quite frankly, some good things that we've seen from the offense. I mean, I'm not totally lost on this offense. I I feel like we've been down on them a lot, but Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they're, I like their moments. Yeah, thirty-seven points on the road in the SEC is. I mean, thirty points on the road in the SEC is good. Seventeen against Alabama, you don't do that often. Yeah, um, you take the last your two wins weeks, when the you offense, can. When the offense is, you know, the, the whole South Carolina game and basically the first half and the first drive of the Al- of the Alabama game, the offense looked okay. Yeah, yeah I wonder cool. how much the offense kind of tailing off. In that Alabama game was Woody Marks and Jeffrey Pittman being banged up. I think a whole up. ton of it is that. I think a yeah. big part of that is that. Those are your best two backs. Marks was having yeah. a great game and he got he got banged up. I hate so. we didn't ask about them on Monday. I just completely forgot. Yeah. Well, uh, I, mean, I assume I they're going to be okay. I don't know. I don't know how much information. I feel like that's the question that was asked when we when he was talking. I think Steve asked that question about 
you know, when you have injured guys, how do you handle weeks like this? I think he's he's asking about Marks and Pittman without asking about Marks and Pittman. So, yeah. yeah, we didn't get a specific answer, and that's on us. Um, we'll see. What but he is. said, I mean, to his credit, he said if if guys can physically play and mm-hmm. it's not going to like hurt them to play, yeah. we're going to play them. Yeah, we 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 have no choice. They've got to get out there and play. And I don't know how often I hear coaches say that, you know, especially in a game like against Western Michigan. But that shows you how much sense of urgency Arnett has in this game. Mm-hmm. If a guy can – if you can tape up an ankle and get out there and play and it's not going to kill you or mm-hmm. it's not going to cause further injury, you, your butt's getting out there and playing this week. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if, if Jaquavis Marks and Jeffrey Pittman can play – and usually it would be – if we can afford to sit these guys this week, then we're going to sit them. But right. now he's saying we have to win. I mean, he's basically saying we have to win. Um, and he talked about how important October is. This is a huge month and not a lot of opportunities at home. I mean, you, you're about to have to go on the road and play a difficult road schedule against teams that if they were at home, I would say State's beating Arkansas, State's beating Auburn. Yeah. They got a shot against A&M. Yeah, I would count those as wins. I'm still seeing seven, eight wins for state, even with the struggles that they had. Mm-hmm. But you've completely flipped it now, and you're saying, God, I mean, Arkansas is struggling, but that's on the road. Mm-hmm. Auburn's down this year. That's on the road. A&M, I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. So they've got to figure out a way this week to, to uh, really start to gain some momentum, stay as healthy as you possibly can coming out of this one and get healthier. Yeah. All right, let's move on into playmakers and predictions. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Guys, whatever you're cooking out this weekend or any weekend, throw some beef on the grill. Everybody will be happy. Nobody's ever mad when they come to the cookout and steaks are on the grill. No one's ever walked away from that saying, ah, could have been better. Could have been better. Where where were the bean sprouts? I thought thought we were going to enjoy those today. No, it's never happened. Not once in the history of mankind. So, Head to your local grocery stores, head to your butcher shops, talk to your to your guys there, and get some red meat on the grill this weekend and every weekend. When it's football season, it's grilling season. If you're looking for great tailgating recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. They got great barbecue. Yeah, there's no question about that. But there's a lot more going on than just barbecue on that restaurant. May I direct you to maybe the best sandwich in the state of Mississippi, the prime rib sandwich at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's awesome. And I don't really feel like I need to say a lot more about it than than just that. Whatever kind of, uh, if you're your chicken, your pork, your beef, whatever it is, we got you covered over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Get there this weekend. It'll be a great place to post up after the game and watch college football all day. Two Brothers Smoke Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service. Every business likes to promise it to you, but they deliver it at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. Long time, guys. Long time to stay open, and that's because they've taken care of their customers. That's how you know when you call them and you order products from them that they're going to back up with service after the sale. Service after the sale is something that everybody talks about. Oh, we great, great service after sale. Great. Have you have you been open for 48 years doing that? If you haven't, maybe I need to go talk to the guys at Advantage Business Systems. Pretty simple to me. Copiers, printers, computers, laptops, information and mailing systems, they've all got it at Advantage Business Systems. 
362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. Guys, we are less than a month away from the Kentucky game, the interlocking MSU game. It's time to up your wardrobe if you haven't already. They have an incredible selection of Peter Millar polos and pullovers at the Rogue with the interlocking MSU. Maroon, white, gray, black. They're awesome. They look super sharp and clean. You want to check them out. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's where your next pullover or polo needs to come from. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Playmaker time, Robbie Falk. Offensively, I normally I let you go first, but I want to really drive home my point that if it's not Mike Wright this week, I, I got an issue. I'm going to have issues if it's not Mike Wright this week. I want to see him get well over 30 snaps in this game. I want to see him throw more than 10 passes in this game. I want to see him have more than 10 carries in this game. I want Mike Wright to be a part of what Mississippi State does on Saturday. And if he's not a part of it, I want somebody to come out and tell me he's not going to be a part, so quit asking about it. That's what I want, one way or the other. I want to I want to have some... You, some, you want a Nick Saban answer. Well, I, I just want some closure on this issue. I want yeah. some finality on it. So I'm going to get that this weekend, or I'm going to die trying. Mike Wright is my offensive playmaker for this game. Yeah, I just have no faith in that. I believe you. I understand. 30 snaps, no way. Okay. It'd be nice. I, this is the time to do it. If, I mean, just but first of all, I mean, you're going to have to get a lead because they're not they're not going to start him in this game, and right. Will's going to be playing the majority of the snaps in the first half. But get a big lead and then play him in the second half. That's the perfect time to do it. But I digress on that. Um, mine's going to be Jaquavius Marks. Um, hopefully, he's healthy. You need him in this game to build a lead. He's you know, kind of the heartbeat of that offense right now. And you need him in the ball game. I mean, he's a guy that ha- has – had he been healthy last week, probably rushes for over 100 yards if he plays the full game. Had he been given the ball a little bit more at South Carolina, probably rushes for, you know, 50 to 75 yards. I mean, he's he's averaging – uh, you know, well over 80 yards, I think, a game rushing and is a key component to this team. They need him out there. I, I think that Jeffrey Pittman can help you do a lot of things, but they really need both of those guys in the ball game, and especially Jaquavius Marks, and they need him to stay healthy. So he's going to be my playmaker on the offensive side of the ball. All right. What about defensive? Defensively, somebody's got to got to emerge on that defensive line and start to step up there. I, I really want to see – some guys um, start to emerge at that position. And um, I think it's going to be Jaden Crumity, who I'm looking for this week, to step up. And, I, you know, he hasn't really flashed at this point, which I think most of the time he's getting a lot of double teams. A lot of teams are p- getting pushing him out of the play, which happens a lot anyway, but there's nobody else to come in and really clean up Mm-hmm. where he's taking guys out. So I need Jaden Crumney to have a big week this week to really springboard this defense into the second half of the schedule. Uh, I want to see DeCameron Richardson actually intercept a pass this week. I, I've never seen it in my life. <laughs> I've literally never seen it happen. I would like to see it happen this weekend, so I'm going to go with him. 
I, I just feel like state secondary needs, you know, we talk about getting momentum and 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 getting that thing going. State secondary needs needs some big plays. They need to see themselves breaking up passes and, and getting interceptions. You know, we think back to that Arizona game, four picks, but three of them were by linebackers. You know, one was by Sean Preston. Other than that, does state secondary have an interception this year? Mm. I don't think it does. No. No, I don't think so. That's an incredible stat, especially when you consider last year with what you had with Manuel Forbes and Jalen Green and Jackie Matthews and those guys. So, outside of that, outside of the Arizona game, they just aren't turning the team, other team over. They, they had a turnover in the in the they had a, they forced a fumble right in the Carolina game. I think that's it though. Yeah, Sean Preston. Yeah, so it's just as simple, guys. They need they need turnovers, and the Cameron Richardson is where I will start with that. So I'm going to go to Cameron Richardson getting his first career interception this week. That's my defensive playmaker. Who is the X factor? I feel like somebody's going to do something in special teams. So I mean, I'm. I'm throwing them both out, Xavion and Tulu. Right. One of those guys is going to make a play in special teams to really spark Mississippi State. This is usually one of the games that, you know, a couple of those guys do that. I don't – I haven't really dug into Western Michigan yet to see what they're doing kickoffs, but, you know, if they kick it to Tulu, that could be trouble. I already told you mine. Because I, I feel like it's going to happen. Creed Whittemore will have uh, plays in this game. He will make plays in this game. And we'll all be scratching our heads like, why doesn't this guy play more? Um, so Creed Whittemore is, is my guy. I, I fully expect him to have two or three carries, two or three catches, and probably a touchdown uh, as well. I just, I just, I can feel it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that Monday's pod is going to be full of us asking questions like, why? Why? Why hasn't this been happening more? Why can't they do this? Why? I, I just I can I can already feel it coming on. I just I, I just I'm not looking forward. To it, so, uh, prediction. What do you got? Uh, I think state handles business. Um, uh, uh, you know that they've as big of issues that we've seen from the team. I don't think that it's at the point where I'm worried about them against teams like this. I, I think they're going to come out and handle business. Let's say Mississippi State 44, Western Michigan 14. That is a perfectly acceptable scoreline. If that is the score, nobody's nobody's going to walk away on half. I guess it sort of depends on the way it goes. So if it's another slow start like it was in Southeast Louisiana, if it's 17-7 at the half, and then yeah. people are going to be like, what? You know, what's going on? Like I, I can already hear the boos at 17-7. You can hear them again, just thinking about it. Going in the locker room. But my score is kind of similar to yours. I, I I think State should dominate this game from start to finish. If they don't, that's a whole nother story. So let, let's 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 just be positive for for a change. Let's just see how it how it feels on us. We'll take it out for yeah. a drive. Forty five seven is my final score. Mississippi State dominates the game from start to finish against Western Michigan. Next week is the off week. We will have the bye week blitz. We'll be talking to a lot of different coaches next week. And um, no actual, you don't have to work next uh, next Friday, uh, next Thursday, Robbie. We're not gonna we're not gonna do a podcast on that. I'm taking off Thursday, okay. Friday from Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm gonna take a couple of days off, but we'll have those interviews. That'll be the podcast for Friday. You can enjoy uh, all the interviews we did over the course of the week. Guys, have a great weekend. If you're traveling to Starkville, please be safe. If you're staying home and enjoying college football, please enjoy that. If you see me in Starkville, please say hello. If you see me in Oxford, please say hello. I, I would love to take some photos with my Ole Miss fan friends. 
I know you're we up. We do have Ole Miss listeners. I just talked about it earlier. That one of them bought a shirt. Yep. Feel free to buy shirts. CollegeCornerStore.com. Tell them Brian sent you. And hey, we'll you know what? We appreciate those people too. Hey. I've t- I have talked to Ole Miss people. Listener is listening. I have a brother-in-law that's your biggest fan. He listens yeah. every day. He likes you over the other two. Yeah, and as he should. I've talked to several Ole Miss fans that said, you know, I appreciate, you, you know, know like you guys are always telling it like it is. I mean, so I appreciate those Ole Miss fans. I appreciate an Ole Miss fan who listens to us more than a state fan that doesn't. I'll promise you that. Because we're too negative. Too, y'all are just too negative. I don't want to hear that. Then that one guy that stopped listening listening to us because we talked about wrestling. That guy, you you smoked him pretty good last night. I thought that was a. I thought you you hit him pretty 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 cleanly, Mister like Meat. Him. Yeah. So, all right, guys, who's still listening? By the way, he's not. He oh yeah, he's absolutely still listening. Oh. Guys, have a he's great obsessed. weekend. Okay, rent Guys, have a great weekend for Robbie Hall. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.